Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, April 20th. A new proposal from city leaders would make it harder for tenants to be evicted. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Customs and Border Protection officials say fentanyl seizures are on track to set another record in our region. The agency reports 60% of all fentanyl found at the border comes in at the San Diego sector. This fiscal year, CBP officials say they've seized around 800 pounds of fentanyl. A lethal dose of fentanyl is a fraction of the size of a penny. It's a synthetic opioid that is 100 times more potent than morphine and is sometimes combined with heroin or other drugs. According to a new report, San Diego's among the top cities in terms of ozone, ranking eighth worst. The American Lung Association State of the Air report reveals one in three Americans live in counties with unhealthy levels of ozone or pollution. Ozone is formed through pollutants emitted from cars, factories, and other sources, and is damaging to lungs. Two cities in the state top the list of the most polluted in the U.S., Bakersfield and Fresno. San Diego Padres superstar Fernando Tatis Jr. is expected to rejoin the club today. Tatis is finished serving an 80-game suspension for using performance-enhancing drugs. It's a welcome addition for the swinging friars who aren't having the hot start many fans expected. Tatis was among Major League Baseball's top five home run hitters in 2021. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. City leaders are proposing new rights for San Diego renters and making it harder for landlords to evict them. KPBS reporter Katie Heisen looked into the proposal, which the City Council will review next week. The city change would increase renter protections for people who pay their rent on time. It would align local policy with state law and go a bit further, adding new protections for seniors and people with disabilities. Landlords would have to pay tenants at least two months' rent if they evict without just cause, in order to renovate and hike the rent, for example. Housing attorney Gil Vera says remodel evictions have soared in San Diego. The proposal won't put an end to that, he says. Just give tenants a bit more notice and financial help. The eviction has always been a cost. Who's been bearing the cost? Tenants. Our government, as some of those displacements contribute to the homeless population, what these proposed agreements are trying to do is is reallocate some of that cost to maybe someone who's in a better position to bear it. 
Mayor Todd Gloria and Council President Sean Elo Rivera, who put forth the proposal, say landlords have been involved in the process and it's meant to strike a balance. They could still evict tenants without penalty for reasons like not paying the rent or violating a condition of the lease. Katie Heisen, KPBS News. The renter protection proposal in the city of San Diego is meant to slow the number of people becoming homeless each month. Another effort at doing that is coming from the federal government. It is providing funding for programs and nonprofits to tackle housing insecurity and homelessness. A dozen of those grants are here in San Diego County. Reporter Tanya Thorne takes a look at how one is being used at a center in Encinitas. U.S. Senator Alex Padilla secured over $600 million in federal funding for programs across California. The funding includes help for homeless youth, continuation of homelessness prevention programs, rental assistance, and housing vouchers for rural areas in the state. For the Community Resource Center in Encinitas, the grant means they can help more families. This funding is going to allow CRC to work with an additional 35 households that are folks that are currently unsheltered and um, unhoused. That was Rebecca Nesbaum with the Community Resource Center. She says the federal funding is essential for organizations fighting the fast pace of people entering homelessness and trying to prevent it. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News. Numbers for the 2023 point-in-time count have yet to be released. But between the 2020 and 2022 count, the city of Encinitas saw a 74% increase in people living on the streets, in shelters, or transitional housing. Students at UC San Diego are rallying, demanding more be done to stop climate change. SciTech reporter Thomas Fudge has more on what some want and a new goal from the university chancellor. Students shouted slogans and carried signs as they walked through campus. Their goal was to get the university to stop relying on carbon fuels like natural gas and methane. On Monday, Chancellor Pradeep Kosla attended a public forum featuring the author of a book on climate change. UC San Diego PhD student Monica Nelson was there. In his opening remarks at that event, Chancellor Kosla made this announcement that it is his hope, dream and desire that we electrify by 2030. Whether the chancellor's comments were a commitment to decarbonize the power system is hard to say, though the chancellor's office confirmed the statement. UCSD has been a leader in climate science, documenting the rising levels of CO2 in the atmosphere with what's called the Keeling Curve. Thomas Fudge, KPBS News. Coming up, in North County, one group is celebrating a major milestone in wolf conservation. We'll have that story and more just after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. 
That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. A San Diegan well-known to the local community college district has just been appointed to President Biden's Committee on the Arts and Humanities. Dr. Constance Carroll served as chancellor of the San Diego Community College District for 17 years, retiring in 2021. She's had a distinguished career in arts and humanities education. Now she'll serve with Lady Gaga, George Clooney, Shonda Rhimes, and others on President Biden's committee, which will produce proposals to improve arts education, help in international arts exchange programs, and make contributions to the creative economy. Dr. Carroll says the group has something in common. A passion for the importance of the arts and humanities to American life. And I think that that's the, the glue that uh, will hold the committee together. The presidential committee is expected to begin work by this summer. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. The animals of the world are facing a crisis because of climate change, pollution, and habitat loss. Scientists say a million species could face extinction in the coming decades. But in the mountains near Julian, there is instead a success story. Reporter John Carroll tells us about it. It is something of a miracle that the Mexican gray wolf is still around. By 1977, the government could only find 13 of them in New Mexico and Arizona. That's when the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service initiated a bi-national effort with Mexico to save them. It's also the year a UC San Diego biologist and his wife bought 50 acres of land a few miles outside of Julian. They also bought a couple of wolf puppies. The pack grew, and this land was eventually transformed into the California Wolf Center. Fast forward to 1997 when the Wolf Center joined the Mexican Gray Wolf Species Survival Plan and now, a little more than 25 years later, a remarkable milestone has been reached. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service says in 2022, for the first time, the number of Mexican Gray Wolves counted in the wild surpassed 200, 241 to be exact, and there may be more that were missed in the count. The California Wolf Center can take some credit for being an integral part of that population rebound. It's been expanding its conservation efforts over the years. Teresa Cozen is the center's executive director. A huge milestone, a 23% increase from a year before. Um, it's a population that we've, we're thrilled to know that there's that much of a population increase. The population increase would not have been possible without years of hard work. For a long time, it was in question whether or not it was going to work. That's Sierra McIsaac. She's the center's wolf care coordinator. Part of her job entails leading tours of this special place, getting people to get involved in the conservation of the Mexican gray wolf and wolves in general first means helping folks to get to know all about them. She led us to an enclosure 
the residence of three Mexican gray wolves. We are in our Ambassador Mexican Gray Wolf habitat. Uh, we have three Mexican gray wolves for guests to view. None of the wolves here are socialized. These ambassador wolves see humans on a regular basis, but there are others that are kept away from the public. Which is good, because these guys are the ones we want to keep wild. They only see caretakers like McIsaac. That's because the goal for the Mexican gray wolves here is to be released back into the wild with one caveat. In the United States, we can't do adult releases. We can only do the cross-fostering of puppies. Um, but in Mexico, they do adult releases. So our guys still have the potential to go out into Mexico uh, and help the Mexican wolf population in Mexico. But for all the wolves here, what McIsaac calls enrichment is important for both their physical and mental health. So that could be a food item, a scent item, something that they can physically interact with. So A passing interest is about all the wolves showed to the scent enrichment, but the fish-infused ice cubes, they were a hit. We love a good fish sickle. Along with caring for and breeding wolves here, Teresa Cozen says an important part of restoring wild wolf populations entails not only working with other wolf conservation programs, but also with ranchers. Ranchers have a stake here too. They have land and they want the best for their cattle, so it's got to be a win-win for everybody. Cozen admits it's a tough challenge, but she says progress is being made between the wolf conservation community and California ranchers. But for now, people like her, Sierra McIsaac, and everyone else who works toward the conservation of wolves is happy to celebrate a great achievement, the rebound of the Mexican gray wolf, once nearly extinct, but now on the road to recovery. John Carroll, KPBS News. In other conservation news, did you know the San Diego Zoo is in the cloning business? Scientists there are celebrating the successful cloning of an endangered wild horse species from their frozen zoo. You probably don't know what a frozen zoo is. It's a collection of about 10,000 living cells, some of which are used in projects like this. Researchers say until this recent birth, cloning had only been successfully used one time for an endangered species. And this shows that cloning is becoming more viable for species conservation. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Thursday. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, shaping the next generation of data-driven problem solvers. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu.